Ew! Juan, are you sick? I think I think I caught a little something, but it, I should be trying to record. You're getting snot everywhere. The mic is wet, like m- more than usual. Yeah, sorry. I, I guess I could use a quick fix if you guys have some medicine or something. I threw away all my medicine. What? Why? Having all of it felt like I was accepting defeat. I'm going for a positive, healthy mindset. It makes sense. Oh, um, I read somewhere that breast milk is supposed to be a cure-all for everything or something. Where do you read that? On mommysmedicine.novaccinesforthisfamily.please/slash/big-pharma is responsible for every death in history. Dash once again, if it wasn't clear, antifactsheer.gov. Oh, it's reliable domain yeah, name. Totally. Well, where are we gonna get breast milk? Why? Why are you looking at me? Oh, um, but uh, you have something in your teeth. Oh, gross. Thanks. Not sure where I can get my hands on some breast milk. I guess I'll just die. You have our support. Oh, um, can I have your Yu-Gi-Oh cards? <laughs> my blue eyes! <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Doctor, doctor, you need to help me. I'm hearing voices. Well, what are you hearing? These two vaguely foreign guys and this crazy chick. Have you tried taking your headphones out? Oh. Ba-ba-da-ba! Good news, guys. What? Huh? I feel much better. Oh, thank God. What did you end up doing? Uh, well, I did get my hands on some breast milk. Uh, oh, really? Get your hands on some breast milk. Milk. Yeah. I just strolled out to a field with some cows in it, popped my lips right onto a couple udders, bing, bang, boom. I'm uh, nice and healthy. I I don't know that that's considered breast milk. Do cows have breasts? Oh, yeah. Udders. They, yeah, those aren't really breasts. Nature's they? breasts. Do they have four breasts then? I think it's like six. They have six breasts? My lips are tired. Gosh. <laughs> Sucked each one. Oh yeah, you got it. I tell you, I, I, I can't at the I'm, same time. I, I think like, I'm a mortal at this point. <laughs> the uh, secret was right. Oh there. gosh, well, anyways, uh, welcome everyone to Identity Crisis, the podcast. Um, uh, yeah, the show yep. about nothing. But <laughs> we find ourselves. Okay. Uh, well, anyways, uh, welcome everyone to our to. Uh, <laughs> well, anyways, welcome everyone to Identity Crisis, the podcast. In, about uh, it's okay you're building it up too much <laughs> it's, it's coming it's gonna be here you can just say show well anyways uh welcome everyone to identity crisis the show about nothing until we find our something i'm your host john and i'm jane and i'm Juan. feeling great and um today um we're gonna go around the room and uh you know talk about something we should uh pay very much attention to in our lives health that is important. We all should be healthy. Strive for it, at least. I know I'm not there. Jane? Uh, yeah, for, for the most part, I'd like to say that I strive mm. for it. Right. Uh, well, this you know? is... Oh, you're looking a little... Uh, yeah. What am I looking like, John? Uh, you're looking a little, a little scary right now. You look like you're giving me some oh, angry eyes. Oh, I thought you were going to fat. Well, <laughs> no, Juan is side-eyeing me because he knows that I currently have a, a, bit, a bit of a tummy ache. Mm. Uh, because we'll get into that you know we're gonna segue right into our icebreakers for the week uh and our icebreaker for this week is guilty as charged so we're gonna go around and tell a little story we are not too proud of 
um, and why we are guilty. So if you guys are okay, I'll start us off. Is that cool? Go ahead. Is that cool with you guys? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start off. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I'm sure. Okay. Wow. Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I am guilty of procrastinating all the time. I do it at work. I do it in my other work. I'm a writer on the side. You know, it's no big deal. What have you written for? Uh, Publication. Yeah. What's it it called? (laughs) It is called... (laughs) And I recently actually wrote a story about uh, health. Yeah. People are going to find you if you know exactly what the publication is called. So we're censoring it. Oh. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of beeps right here. This is a lot of friendly fire here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of anger going on. Well, I'm, like I said, I'm guilty of procrastination. That's because I did uh, an article on health, actually mental health specifically, today. It's due today. Yeah. And I did it today on my lunch break. My hour lunch break. Get out of my face. Okay. <laughs> John is pointing to the fact that I decided to sit on the floor with the rest of these peons. I was on the couch. Super comfortable. He was acting so much better than us because yeah. he was like, you he guys are his, on the floor. He was up on his high high horse, high couch, like the king that he is, and now he's on the well, ground with all the peasants. Yeah, thank welcome. you for admitting that. Well, guilty is charged for being a great king, but also for procrastinating. I wrote this article, and it actually came out to be pretty good. Um, and one thing that I'll, well, I'll just say now, uh, that was pretty alarming is the amount of, like, mental health, mental illness in the country. Oh, Did yeah. you guys know about one in five Americans suffer from some sort of mental illness? Yes. And that's crazy. And that's about 44.7 million people and about half of those people receive treatment yeah it is a huge sorry i could very that's easily okay take over but this guess story. what you know what america you're guilty discharge for not helping these people oh yeah um but that's my and what really kind of promotes my own procrastination is the fact that i get results <laughs> i work pretty well under pressure i mean don't you guys add anything in because i like to think i do um but uh, I think I do pretty well in depression. I got the article done, and I'm going to be getting paid for it, which hey. is pretty psyched. So, uh, How much are you going to get paid? Several thousand. That's not true. Damn. Really? I didn't say what. Oh, several thousand pounds. Grainies, grains of sand. They pay me in sand. All pounds. Wow, well, make that paper, boo-boo. Yeah, so, Jane, what are you guilty of? Well, as I mentioned, I have a little bit of a tummy ache. Mm-hmm. Um and the reason for that is because a couple months ago I made the decision to cut sugar entirely out of my diet. Poor decision. Go ahead. I've lost two inches off my waist and I've lost 10 pounds. Oh, Ooh, good decision. Wow. Thank you. Wait, how, how many months ago? Uh, I started on, on August 8th. Oh, so wow. I guess two months ago. Mm, two, wow. three-ish. That's because yeah. she knew she needed to be ready for the podcast. Yeah. That's she exactly needed to look the part. That's exactly I don't know why I did quote fingers on a podcast. I don't know either. <laughs> this is a real podcast. <laughs> But anyway, so I cut sugar out of my diet, and every Friday night I have a cheat meal, um, but it still doesn't usually include sugar. But um, today, John, being the sweet angel that he is, he bought cupcakes for me out of our vending machine at work, and I ate both of them. Not at the same time as Juan and John thought. (laughs) I ate them one after the other. Uh, But now my stomach is very upset and I feel very bloated and very unhappy and I am guilty as charged for cheating on my diet and it's only a Wednesday it's not my cheat meal and Jane's having a bit of a day yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't know that you cut sugar out so it's a, my I, bad I'm pretty sure I specifically asked for them but I was half joking <laughs> half serious and her uh, stomach has been cursing at us incessantly yeah it's it's having now, a time the reason why was the reason why I bought you the cupcakes 
Uh, what was it? Because you, I insulted you. Oh yeah, you did insult me. What was the insult? I, I was kicking you out of the podcast. That's right. No, he bought me cupcakes to tell me to come back to the podcast, and I, oh, yeah. I accepted. And here she is now. I, um, I kicked her out because I thought we should have a man cast. But it sounded a little a little fruity, so I'm like, you know, we need her back. Which, there's nothing wrong with being fruity. Yeah, but that's not what this podcast is, so yeah, absolutely nothing wrong, but just, uh, we just, need that That's need not what we person. are yeah. at the moment. No, not at the moment. Maybe it's in the future. the podcast we're landing we're on. We're three people in a trench coat. John, what are you guilty of, <laughs> Sean? Hey, okay, so, oh, gosh, this happened today, not too long ago. Um, I came home from work, and there was a package uh, oh. in front of my door, and, uh, I was like, oh, I got a package. <laughs> so I took it inside, and, and I opened it, and it was uh, a pair of shoes, that uh, a pair of Ugg boots for men, <laughs> and uh, they were my size. And I was like, I didn't order Ugg, Ugg board, boot, boot. Ugg boards. Ed board. Uh, <laughs> I didn't order Ugg boots, but um, tried them on. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, I asked my roommate, hey, are these yours? And he said no, and I was like, "No, oh, I'm wearing someone else's boots." Oh my so, god! So I took them off and uh, put them back in the box, and I realized that the uh, the address was slightly wrong on the address label, and I realized, mm. oh, this is supposed to go uh, the next uh, apartment com- complex over. Wow! So I delivered to them, and uh, oh, that's nice. Everything's hunky dory now. The the person was very uh, thankful. Did they wonder why? Uh, pool I, of sweat was I, I did say, <laughs> um, I did open them. I thought they were mine. I, I, did, I didn't mention that I tried them on. <laughs> mm. I'm sure he'll know. But no, it was a total yeah. accident. I thought they were mine. They weren't my roommates. You know what? That's what he gets for buying Ugg boots. Those they were are... they were really ugly Ugg boots, too. Well, first of all, I understand that Uggs are incredibly comfortable. I owned them in high school. But then I also watched a really, like, shocking video of how they're made. They literally cut the sheep while they're still alive. I can't deal with it. Anyway, don't buy Ugg boots. They're wrong. Cut the sheep? It's from, like, sheep? Wait, yeah, they made would... It's out of their skin and their Yuck. fur. So they don't just, like, cut their, like... Their fur off? Their fur off. They literally skin them. Oh. And, like, I watch all these, like, really bad videos. You know, like, those, like, videos that, like, scare you into being vegan? It was one of those, and I just... <coughs> I threw my Uggs away, and I was just like, I can't do this. Are you vegan? Right. Uh, no. <laughs> mm, interesting. I need to hit those protein macros. Well, <laughs> our consciences are in crisis. Crisis. But crisis, the health crisis, world... Crisis. I think you're a bit early. Oh, well, the, the health world. Oh, sorry, you didn't sorry. pause. The health world is in crisis. Crisis, 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 crisis. Was that the right time? It was. All right, sweet. John, you start us off. All right. Eager beaver. Oh. Don't on. say beaver. <laughs> Anger beaver. Angry beaver is what a show, am I right? Oh, too angry. Do you remember that song? I, I ain't no poopy poopy beaver. No. Nope, nobody. <laughs> Why do you guys always run the Because we enjoyed our childhoods. Actually, I hated my childhood, but the shows were primo. They were. Um, okay, so my article, um, I was reading it, and it was, it's kind of sad, and I, I was kind of debating whether reading this, because I Good. usually I choose more, like, uplifting, kind of funny stories, but this one... Hoop stories. This one kind of um, yeah, hit home for me, so I decided to... Uh, to read about it so the uh the title name is ne- neglecting new mom's health in asian's mental health oh god oh, goodness this, this is, is hardcore yeah i don't feel like i'm gonna say anything <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna so go. um this is a response to the article 
Um, fragile babies warn workers in costly care about a worker at a Queens maternity center who stabbed three babies and herself. Oh my god, what? Yeah. Yikes. Holy fucking shit, like, what? Okay, so, um, this attack was tragic, but some- When did this happen? Oh gosh, um, this was back in, like, October, late October. Oh my god, so this, like, just happened- Last yeah. week. Okay, go, alright. Okay, so this attack was tragic, but shouldn't it obscure the need that these centers may be failing to provide a watchful eye and better care for women who have just given birth? In a culture where friends and family turn their focus immediately to the new baby, a new mom's health can be neglected, including by her. Oh, wow. Um, many, many maternal deaths in the U.S. occur after women leave the hospital, and es an estimated 60% could be prevented if women and families knew more about postpartum risks. risks. Women sought medical attention immediately if they suspected that something was wrong, and mm. health professionals acted sw swiftly on the mother's concerns. That's actually very true. Like, the percentages of postpartum depression or postpartum psychosis is ridiculously high, and there's just this, exactly like you were saying earlier, Juan, there's just, like, a stigma. And even though, the like, a ton of people in this country suffer from mental illness, it's still something that we, like, try to keep under wraps and everything. And then shit like this happens. Holy shit, that's Yikes. so heavy. So, um, the family, I guess, the, the woman, the, uh, her family, um, doesn't really. I got a little confused by the article right here, but I'm guessing it's about her family. It says the Yu Fen Wang's family saw the signs of an impending breakdown, but they lacked the resources to help her, the help find the help that she needed. Um, wow. Cultural stigma prevents open discussion of mental health issues like depression in the Asian community. Even if a patient is willing to seek treatment, there are a few hospitals and clinics equipped to offer culturally appropriate mental health services. Wow. Um, I was. I'm not going to read the whole article, but I was reading also reading. Um, the uh, language barrier is also kind of hard because mm. um, in places in New York where it's a big melting pot, uh, melting pot. pot. <laughs> um, I was reading there's like twenty, the, the there's like twenty different Asian uh, cultured people, I guess, <laughs> people from many countries, <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, Asian countries that live there, and um, a lot of them can't speak English, so it's hard for them to find translators for to God, that's talk so to doctors sad. and specials and. I honestly could talk about this topic for, like, hours, and I realize this is really deep yeah. for the podcast, so I won't, but... That's interesting, because I, I don't know, maybe it's, like, I don't know if it's a stereotype, but I, you know, I think you think of, like, Asian culture and Asian families as kind of being very family-oriented, um, so that's interesting that maybe that's that's something that kind of, in the, the dynamic of the family, gets a little overlooked. <laughs> <clears throat> Juan, do you have an article for us? I do, but I don't know if it's the smoothest transition. I'm interested to see the juxtaposition <laughs> between the two. But, um, uh, okay, well, this article comes from Women's Health Magazine. Okay. And I can look at your screen right now. It is titled, Blue Waffle Disease Blue waffle. isn't even a thing, but people are still freaked out What's by it. What's Blue Waffle? Oh, you oh, will Did you ever go to high learn. school? Okay, yeah, so. Yeah, but I was very sheltered. The subhead is a blue vagina, seriously? Oh, What? Blue? Okay. Why would it be blue? That, we're going to get to that. Oh, God, just okay. hold on to your waffle. Thank you, quick. Ew, don't uh, talk about my waffle. <laughs> okay, it says, <laughs> it says, I don't know about you, but it seems like a new sexually transmitted disease pops up every other day, so when a new one reportedly started making the rounds in 2010, it didn't seem that far-fetched. I'm surprised you haven't heard of blue waffle. It's it's kind of, I think it's more among guys, yeah. obviously. I don't really concern about. myself with STDs because I'm not flinging my waffle all over town. <laughs> it's generally considered, it, uh, Trust me, no apparently it all started, apparently it all started as a bait and switch meme um, where a picture of a blue waffle was posted and it said on a Google image search, 
Bet You Can't Find Me. And if think if you follow that sort of internet trail, it leads to a picture of a, I think a Photoshop picture of a vagina that has like a waffle texture and it's blue and it's weird and gross. Ew, and so I'm it, Googling it right now. The, oh, uh, safe search on. Uh, and it the idea took off that it was actually an STD. Um, and yes, it is 100% fake. Uh, blue waffle STD is not a genuine STD because there is no infectious <gasps> oh! process that would result <laughs> oh, those, those, those in the vagina turning blue, says Dahlia Davud, MD. <laughs> Why did you immediately go to the images? Because I wanted to see what a blue waffle looks like. If you like. couldn't tell, she uh, Jane has just seen uh, what a blue, blue waffle looks like. I actually I haven't seen it. They have a picture of a blue waffle at the top of the Not appetizing. Site. And but, that's um, coming from someone who peeks at waffles way more than pancakes. But here's the thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. That does sound like, oh, that's ridiculous. Like, how would that even be? Yeah. I mean, crazier yeah. things have happened, I feel like. Um, but, you know, as much uh, as, as fake as it does seem, um, apparently the idea was picked up by some pretty high-profile people. So it says, unfortunately, blue waffle disease picked up steam again in 2013. This okay. time, thanks to New Jersey Councilwoman Kathy McBride, oh, who God. stated during a Trenton City Council meeting that she thought it was a real problem city <laughs> health officials had to deal with. Uh, and so, get this. this is a, what an uh, idiot. This is a quote from her. It's already claimed 85 lives, and there's a case here in Trenton, she declared, citing that a concerned citizen gave her information. Oh, my it's God. It's a virus that is 10 times greater at this point than the AIDS virus. Uh, so. Wow. Interesting. Well, Check so, your sources, everybody. Right. Does it say, any, like, when she found out it wasn't real? Or did she find out it, it wasn't real? Let's see. I would slip slowly into the shadows. The if concerned I made citizen a, like, who reported this to her <laughs> was just a prankster. <gasps> but that's the thing. Why would she take that as fact? Like, you've been a public figure long enough. You should know when to take someone seriously versus not. Blue waffle like turning a vagina blue and people dying from it, you don't think that you would just do a quick Google search no matter how traumatic it might be? Also, you think it'd be like a scientific name instead of just a breakfast food? Yeah, truly. Like, I'm sure that there aren't doctors out there that are saying, I'm sorry, ma'am, but it appears that you have blue waffle. Blueful. Are we still down for that trip to Waffle House after this, by the way? You know what? I've lost my app. Oh, there's a new Waffle House. Um, actually, it's not open yet, but it's coming. That's it's exciting. coming. We're going to have whole three Waffle Houses in our town. Just, uh, <laughs> that says anything that about where we live. We have three Waffle Houses and an IHOP. One IHOP, which is a crime, I feel. I feel that way. Anyways, too. Jane, you got a story for us? I sure do. You say maybe every time. Balance, <laughs> balance out these two starkly contrasting stories. Yeah, I've got something exciting and upbeat and not about vaginas. Red um, sausage. That'd be yep. great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so apparently dark roast coffee might reduce risk of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and Parkinson's, a study suggests. Um, so I got this off of USA Today. So new research suggests that coffee can protect your brain. Canadian researchers from the Crimble Brain Institute in Toronto tested Starbucks via instant light roast, dark roast, and decaffeinated dark roast for compounds known as phenylindanes. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Um, that's because they think the compounds, which are the result of the roasting process, are the key to brain health, not necessarily the amount of caffeine. Mm. So apparently phenylindines prevent um, two protein fragment fragments common in Alzheimer's and Parkinson's diseases, according to the study published in Frontiers in Neuroscience last month. Um, so dark roast coffee actually yields the highest quantities of phenylindanes or whatever, um, seemingly making it the best pick for your brain health. 
uh, they did end the the article saying that they don't know exactly how beneficial the compounds are, but they say that research suggests that it might be good for your brain health if you just drink some dark roast. Mm. So it sounds like an article that was written by somebody who's like, you know, that guy has a beard, definitely loves coffee a little too much, brings like their like French press everywhere they go. True. Oh, He's like gosh. the guy that grinds his beans himself yeah. in the break room, just that uh, those, fucking guy. There are yeah. people at work who bring their own French press and they know the crap out of me. I know. Well, there just was Just by a guy, virtue of existing. When we worked at our last building, did you ever work in... No, it doesn't matter. But in our last building, Juan, um, there was a guy who literally every day would come in and grind his own beans in the break room. I'm oh, like, I think I know that guy. He's like... That me. fucking dude. I was like, ugh. Is he a big ginger? I don't remember what he looked like. Mm-hmm. I just remember his actions being just... Criminal. We get it. Yeah. You're a hipster. We get it. You love coffee. We get it. We get it. Wow. Anyway, so good news for our brains, bad news for our vaginas, and get some help if you're about to have a baby. There you go. Nice. Beautiful way to sum it up, Jane. Thank you. Jane, would you like to introduce us into our next segment? Yes. I sure do. I sure do. Um, Those are both Jane. So we decided, obviously, when we spun the wheel last time, that we were going to focus on the topic of health, and if you haven't already picked that up, then... You might need you to see a doctor. It? Yeah, see a doctor. There you go. And have him prescribe to you um, a little podcast called Identity Crisis Ooh. to cure you. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Um, so basically what we decided today is our uh, topic is going to be going over crazy health fads. So they can be health fads from like centuries ago. They can be crazy things that are going on in other countries or they can just be health fads that are going on right now. So I've gotten a couple together, and I know that you guys have two. Does somebody want to go first, or should I open it up? Go ahead. Okay. Open up, Jane. So I've picked out three, um, and they're all very brief, but I'm going to open with my lightest one first. Oh. So I found a health fad that apparently existed in the early 1900s, and it was called – I found a couple different names for it. Uh-oh. So it was either Laparle's Obesity Soap, or Ooh. Lamar reducing soap, or Louise and Bad reduction salt. Essentially, <laughs> names. I know. Essentially, these were bars of soap to help wash away your fat oh in the bath or shower. I wish that was real. I know. Um, it's impossible to say if the people at um, Norwood Chemical Company, which was the company that was selling this shit, if they actually fat. believed this to be true. But the idea for the consumer was that since fat is contained beneath the skin, it could be scrubbed out like other unwanted materials. And some of the art, like some of the ads, are like genuinely hilarious. Like they talk about, like I have some examples right here, but they say things like new discovery, results quick and amazing, nothing internal to take, reduce any part of the body desired without affecting other parts, no dieting or exercise, be as slim as you want. And it's literally just bars of soap that they were selling to people, telling them that if you want a smaller butt, you can just wash your butt with this bar of soap and only your butt will get smaller. Mm. And there were so many different versions, so many different companies that were selling this shit. And they were selling them for, like, a dollar a bar, which was, like, incredibly expensive in the early 1900s. But, yeah, so that was a health fad. I feel as though they could accomplish that. And, granted, the uh, 
the time that that was released, and there was probably like a bunch of like weird chemicals that would kill everybody today. <laughs> probably like sulfuric acid. Oh, it actually does wash away and burn away the yeah, fat. Yeah, <laughs> truly. But you know what? I actually had an interesting thought while I was researching this because we're laughing at something like this now. But think about the kind of beauty shit that they try to sell us these days, where it's like anti aging or like scrub away your cellulite or whatever and maybe a hundred years from now people will be looking at the beauty products that we invested in thinking like how could they think that shit possibly worked what idiots they were so you know it might actually exist one day Maybe. Maybe. I would love to just wash the fat off my body. Mm. There's like a bar of soap with like razors hidden inside, so you just <laughs> cut away the fat. Oh, That's gosh. like a saw situation immediately. Oh, man. But anyway. That would be, that'd be a horrible prank. That would be a horrible prank. Right, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. I don't want anyone to get any ideas. Ideas. Yeah. Should that be a prank? Should that just be a crime? Yeah. <laughs> don't um, do that. Well, speaking of losing weight, I have a trend that was fairly recent, but it feels like it was a while ago. Okay. In the, in the world of fads and all that. Do you guys remember Skechers Shape Ups? Hell yeah. Oh my gosh. They Kelly like talks about the... them on The Office. She's like, I have these shoes. They're basically like a gym for your feet. <laughs> I think they were generally, well, I guess they were uh, geared towards women more so. Like all be- beauty and health yeah, fads are. Um, but they're, the, the general like name for them was toning shoes. Then the idea behind them was that they would shape your beautiful, voluptuous bottom. Um, uh, or lack thereof, into a big bottom, um, and just nice legs and tone all that. And they they were those shoes that kind of like had a ball, essentially not a ball. They were like, just like curved. They on were the curved at the bottom, so you oh. were like essentially walking on like a like a rolling wheel almost. Like I think really horse. it was like you were trying like. I think the idea behind it was that you had to activate more muscles to stay balanced right. while you walk. And it feels like one of those things if you don't do any research, it's like. That sounds like it could definitely be true. That's stupid enough that the American population would buy it. For exactly. Sure. And so Glenn Gaser, PhD, a professor of exercise science, says simply, it's bunk. In other words, it is fake. Um, the energy expenditure that might be increased by wearing these shoes is trivial compared to the amount you need to lose weight. Hell yeah. Um, so they're, they're no more effective than regular sneakers. And actually, uh, Skechers, uh, the criminal in question, um, actually had to pay the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, $40 million for misleading advertising. Holy shit. Uh, regarding that. That's awesome. That's yeah. what they deserve. So, screw you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Skechers. Nobody buys Skechers ever oh again. I, if, if you want exercise in your shoes, get a pair of Heelys, baby. Hell yeah. You're going to go zoom in across the mall with I your 12-year-old friends. I had Heelys. I Those did too. Fun. Dude, you could go to Walmart with some Heelys. It's the best time ever. <laughs> Actually, when I had Heelys, we were living in a house where our kitchen floor wasn't entirely like level. Oh, and I would just like roller skate back and forth <laughs> like in our kitchen. I had so many concussions. <laughs> Me and my friends used to bring our Heelys to school and get in trouble. I wasn't allowed to wear my we Heelys had, We had to, to take school. the wheels out. The most yeah. badass kids. Oh my gosh. Just hardcore. You just see rolling up in yeah. the heels. Healy's yeah. fuck. Healy's <laughs> dead. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, John, do you have a, a health fad for us? I do. Um, so, tell me if you've heard of this. You probably have uh, kombucha. kombucha. I love kombucha. I hate kombucha. 
Well, I hate the way that it tastes. It tastes like apple cider vinegar. But I've actually just, done a lot done a lot of research on kombucha and really? like how it affects your body. And oh there's gosh. a lot of research suggesting that it's very good for you. So how fucking dare you call it a fad? It's <laughs> kind <laughs> <laughs> of a fad. Uh, it is sense. like basic white girls love kombucha. I still don't know what it is. What is it? Jim? All right, oh, I'm trying to explain with Jamal. Sorry, Shut God. <laughs> All right, so kombucha. This is a straight from a reliable source called uh, Wikipedia. Uh, kombucha, <laughs> or also known as Tea mushroom, tea fungus, I'd rather not call it that. Um, or Manchurian mushroom um, is a fermented, slightly alcoholic. There's alcohol. Slightly effervescent, <laughs> sweetened black or green tea drink, commonly intended as a functional beverage for its uh, sus- sus- supposed <laughs> health benefits. Sometimes the beverage is called kombucha tea or distinguished. Uh, it's named from the kombucha culture of bacteria and yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, my fiance drinks it a lot, and I I tried it once, and I'm like, I do not get it's uh, why. Good. It's like I feel like okay, no offense to to women, but I feel like a lot of girls do these things, try these things. Well, yeah, because society, you grow up being told that you have to look a certain way. And like Juan said earlier, a lot of things are marketed specifically towards us. So we're more used to doing these shitty things to ourselves in the name of looking better and feeling better and being better. Like, I ask my fiance a lot of times, like, if it tastes gross, why do you keep doing it? She, like, she thinks it tastes good. I'm like, I don't understand. I I think it tastes terrible. It it feels weird because since it's all, like, goopy and, like, it tastes like I'm... I drinking just kind of have to get through it. She should just drink it and then give you a little kissy after, and that way you're going to benefit too. But honestly, I, I actually recommend kombucha if you're, like, kind of feeling not great. You're supposed to sip it throughout the day and, like, make sure that you're staying hydrated. But yeah. for the most part, like, it kind of helps reset your gut health. Like, it's got probiotics oh, yeah. in it and everything. Yeah, I, I believe that. I'm just yeah. like, I just hate it's oh, definitely it a fad, though, yeah. for sure. A good uh, poop resets my gut health. Um, it a... actually helps you have a great poop. Oh, I love I, poop. I need a drink more than I need. I'll take 12. <laughs> um, continuing, it says numerous uh, implausible claims have been made for these be- for health benefits from drinking kombucha. These include claims for treating AIDS, aging, oh, anorexia, hmm. arthritis, cancer, constipation, and diabetes. I believe the constipation part. Me too. Uh, not to make no light evidence to support uh, any of these claims. Not to make light of uh, any sort of illness. There is research like that. that supports those claims. But when you said anorexia, Something. I was hearing an erection. <laughs> An erection. Nice. Oh, damn. Good help. Good help. Getting so horny drinking this. <laughs> hey, context wow. is everything, all right? But there is actually, I because I didn't like the taste of kombucha when I first got introduced to it. So I did. And like I've told you guys this before, like I am interested in like the science behind health and nutrition and everything. So I did research kombucha in like actual scholarly databases. And there is research to suggest that kombucha does help. Um, like rid your body of free radicals it can help like I said because of the probiotics probiotics it like helps reset your gut health and everything if you're a person that has like a urinary tract infection it can help you like clear that out as well so there are properties like that have been proved in scientific research like there's empirical evidence proving that there are benefits to drinking it I don't know about it curing like anorexia yeah I think that's that's where maybe some people go overboard is like when you say like, shouldn't you? It know? helps. It cures AIDS. Yeah. It oh wait, no, it does. It cures anorexia because you're consuming. I mean, I don't know. Anorexia, you can still consume things. It's just like an incredibly like small quantity. Uh-huh. 
Actually, that's a good segue into my next one. Go ahead. All I right. set you up for that perfectly. Thank you. And this that. is the one about Korea. So, hey. Hey, shout out to Shouts out me. to your family, maybe. I hope they don't do this. But anyway, so my next fad is actually a diet called the paper cup diet. Have you guys heard of this before? I have not. Apparently, it's really um, popular in like K-pop culture. Oh, oh And gosh. so like a lot of their fans do it too. Oh, gosh. So essentially... Three ounce paper cups are used as a measurement, and um, so you're not like counting your calories or macronutrients or anything like that. You're literally just counting cups in order to like count your portions for the day. Um, so you're allowed to eat like nine cups, ideally like three cups per meal, essentially throughout the day. Um, so the food in the cups have to be healthy, and specifically, you're supposed to focus on like grains, fruits, and vegetables. So you're inherently protein deficient immediately because of that. But then, um, again, it's incredibly popular in K-pop culture. But just for reference, a healthy adult woman is supposed to eat between like 1,600 to 2,000 kilocalories a day. And this diet has you eating less than half of that. Um, So, I mean, Mm -hmm. let's just call a spade a spade. This is like clearly just like controlled anorexia. Um, But they do this a lot in apparently like South Korean culture in order to stay fit. Yeah, we want our women to look good. But it's in men too, because K-pop is mostly men, isn't yeah, it? Oh like, gosh, like, yeah. Yeah, Five so, bands. but I mean, this is clearly an eating disorder. I mean, restricting foods in that way can lead to a lot of health problems, which most will be counterintuitive to like long-term sustainable weight loss. Yikes. But anyway, so that is a health fad that's actually currently going on, and it's kind of sad, but. What do they put in there? Like all their favorite foods, but like small portions? No, no. Like I said, you're focusing mostly on greens, fruits, and vegetables. Oh. So like the foods that you're putting in these tiny little cups For are supposed day. to be healthy. For the day. It's only nine cups, and they're like little three-ounce cups. Like it's no food at all. Like you must be starving to absolute death. Like I don't understand how, how you're not eating. I I mean. Do you get to like choose what goes in? I mean, you get to choose, but like I said, oh. it has to be like fruits, vegetables, or grains essentially. And like I said, I mean – the, I didn't crunch the numbers myself, but the article that I read said that, um, like, your healthy amount of kilocalories a day should be about 2,000-ish, and um, this diet pretty much guarantees that you won't even meet half of that in your day. Yikes. So you're not losing weight because you're giving your body what it needs and no more. You're losing weight because you're literally depriving your body of what it needs in order to operate properly. Mm. Well... Yeah. Speaking of smoking, like you just said, for this natural transition, journey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a trend that has popped up, uh, I want to say like maybe three to four years ago, probably longer than that, but is still prevalent today is e-cigarettes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, and I guess that's kind of pretty all-encompassing at this point, because I think we kind of started out with the, like, the I think they call it blue, like B-L-U, and it was like mm. the ones that light up at the end, mm-hmm. they light up that blue color, and I was like, oh man, these... Time travelers from the future? Don't they like explode in people's faces? Some do, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, we kind of started there and it, it, it evolved into a bunch of different forms. And you guys know um, now we have vaping, which I guess is technically, it's not an e cigarette, but it's kind of the same realm. Doctors are still like researching. Yeah, they, so I don't think there's a ton of hard data on vaping specifically. Um, but e cigarettes, jewels, I think, are, are roughly the same 
kind of like Ugh. their cousin. Millennials um, fucking love a jewel. Oh, oh yeah. those jewel balls. Yeah, I, I know all about those <laughs> after that one podcast. You're aging yourself. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know what they were. Um, but yeah, so apparently, I mean, in an e-cigarette, I think it's it's generally meant as a transitional sort of tool um, to kind of get you away from smoking, which in that respect, it is good. So you are doing less, but I think where people are kind of falling for this snake oil is that they believe that it's kind of a healthy alternative. Maybe mm-hmm. healthier than a cigarette sure. itself or a cigar um, for that matter. But there is still nicotine in these uh, e-cigarettes. Um, let's see. Not to actually, not to like interject on your own research, but I've actually heard that these can also be bad for you because like in vapes and stuff, the coils themselves, you might be breathing in like dangerous metals that shouldn't be in your body. So not necessarily just oh, e-cigarettes, yeah. but in general, just like anything that's a smoking substitute can be bad for you. Not, you know, not in the same way as cigarettes because they have like tar and shit, but right. these things are not good for you. However, the, well smoke marijuana. <laughs> the New England Journal of Medicine and uh, Nicotine and Tobacco Research found that many e-cigarettes still produce a carcinogenic, $50 word, compound <laughs> formaldehyde, though in lower levels than regular cigarettes do. So mm-hmm. I, th- I believe with uh, vaping specifically, there still is a lot of research to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I've heard, and this is me just talking on my ass, but um, the, the idea of the water vapors in your lungs is not a good thing. And that is my professional expert opinion. Nice. Yeah. Vape nation. Yeah, vape life. Yeah, hashtag eat, sleep, vape. Hashtag it's, it's, it's vapor, not smoke. Yeah, gym tan vape. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yuck. Anyway. I'm the vape nation. Mission. You know what my favorite thing is? When you're, when somebody is vaping next to you and like, you know, make your own choices, whatever. But they just kind of assume it's cool. It's, it's cool if I blow this in your face. It's cool, right? <laughs> I was at, I was at a cookout. Um, actually, it was about a year ago. And this guy who's at the counter and the woman was like, hello, how, what would you like to have? And the guy just like, lets all this vapor out and just like goes right into her face. And, she, was, so and she, she went off on that guy. She, I would she, too. Good she, for she, her. She kicked him out. Oh, really? Boy. Yeah. Oh wow. Good for her. Without his milkshake. The guy looked really like stoned. I don't know. Well, I don't. I, I, He's probably stoned bro. and then vaping. Huh? He's like, I probably can't take this weed inside the, the cookout, <laughs> so I'll just take this vape instead. That's true. Oh, there's weed in there. Oh. <laughs> I don't do it to be cool. I do it to reduce my anxiety and to sleep, bitch. Well, maybe you should sleep, bitch. <laughs> Do you want to get into this right now? So we can I have don't. a fucking conversation. Oh, no, I'm good. I don't like talking to you. So what? <laughs> <laughs> we have a podcast again. <laughs> Anyways, John, do you have a, a fad for I me? sure do. Oh, uh, Talking about uh, vapes and, you know, uh, vapes is like kind of short for vapors. And, you know, vapors, they come uh, from diffusers, which goes to essential oils. Wow. Oh. Don't pull a muscle from reaching. <laughs> that was good, actually. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> uh, there we go. Um, nice segue. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty sure all of you know, uh, or I've heard about essential oils by now, you know, your, your girlfriend or your mom or your stepmom or your grandma has probably, probably has a diffuser. Or, Why is it only women? I have a diffuser. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or, Look at that. Juan, or Juan has a diffuser. Or your Juans. Or your Juans. You know, go find yourself a <laughs> go Juan. Go find your local Juan. Um, and no need to, uh, be sexist here, but, uh, sorry about that. Um, so, um, essential oils is a, uh, they are a concentrated liquids that contain, uh, plant chemical properties. The term, um, essential is, mean, basically means that it is, uh, it contains the essence of a plant's fragrance and aroma. It's chemical compounds, um, Yeah. 
Yeah, you actually <laughs> had a headache the other day, and you chatted us about it, and I brought you some peppermint essential oil. Yeah. And then you rubbed it all I over your face. All over. Uh, you got to use that in moderation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I like, told him, I was like, put she a said, dab. Yeah, she said, uh, <laughs> put some a little bit on a napkin, and just like dab it around behind your ears and on your temples, and I uh, rubbed it everywhere, and then it started burning. <laughs> and his eyes were watering. He was like, I don't understand what's happening. I was like, you've put too much on. Like, you yeah. need to go wash your face. The peppermint essential oil especially is really strong you really oh, need to yeah. kind of dilute yeah. it yeah. but i yeah i have a diffuser and i got it not before the craze like de- obviously during the craze but i i walked into I like diffusers before they <laughs> i walked into a room and i'm a big smell oriented person i love different scents and that's just kind of how i like not perceive which is like how i take in the world mm. sort of so i smell my food a lot it's weird people look that's at me. not it's weird fun. that's cool oh no it will be weird whenever you eat with me i promise you i've eaten with you before that's yeah. fair okay so uh, thank you for making me feel better yourself. but i have one because I just like the scent. And I think, once again, we have that idea of the argument really not being that, oh, it's not a thing. It's more that people kind of make these outrageous claims like, oh, it helps to cure cancer. Yeah. Or it does this or does that. And and Juan's just over here like, I like the way it smells. It just smells good. It makes <laughs> me awesome. Yeah, it does smell yeah, good. Yeah, so for me, yeah, good smells. What's your favorite? You. What's your favorite essential oil to put in your diffuser? You've had a long ass day. You oh, yeah. procrastinated and wrote a banging article, and you're just ready to put your feet up. It's it's and watch some Naruto. Hey, the no, the old no, no, classic. Wow, nice, nice to butcher it. <laughs> gotta go with the old. Gotta go with the old standby lavender. I just oh, have a lot of good memories associated with lavender. Nice. Dude, lavender is amazing. Oh yeah, lavender. lavender candle. Tea tree is really good. Yes. Eucalyptus is good, but it's super strong. Why are you attacking me. So tea tree is kind of like a, a less strong version of eucalyptus. So it's kind of nice if I'm looking to clear the sinuses. Mm. I'm a big fan of yeah. I, well, I really like. Uh, I would say lavender is my favorite as well. Yeah. Plus um, you can mix them too. Second is eucalyptus, so you hit all those. But I really like all the citrusy things. I really lemongrass. Like Ooh, anything lemon smells so nice. Plus it keeps. I think lemongrass actually keeps bugs away like that scent i'm on a big like lemon lime high right now mm. i'm like everything i get from wallflowers or um essential yeah oils. your I drink really, right now is yeah actually i really, I really, lime, I really like lime and lemon this podcast sponsored by jaritos limon flavor limon. Sabor. I, I, I. sabor de limon i don't speak spanish no, sorry oh yeah um, so uh yeah essential oils um it helps with uh sleep acne headaches like uh, jane said help me with my Headache, and, um, by it, removing your skin on your face. Yeah, it, you know, it's hurting for a different reason. <laughs> um, yeah, get yourself some. Tight, tight, tight. Yeah, one of my friends' wives is kind of like the typical essential oil mom. She's always making posts on Instagram, and it's fine. Like she's she's not like crazy about it, but she also is like, you know, my kid's got a skin knee, or my kid's got a headache, so I use a touch of this and a dab of that, mm-hmm. and then. They're once again immortal. So <laughs> use my promo code. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, usually essential oils kind of play a lot into multi-level marketing and like pyramid schemes and stuff like that. So that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. But they are enjoyable and useful for some things, and that was a, a good bad. Yeah. Yeah. Smell good. There you go. So do we have time for any more? Uh, Jane, you want to cap us off? Yeah. So my last one, I actually did the most research for. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. So it's called, I think that I'm pronouncing this correctly, it's called trephination, I think. Trephination. Trephination. Is that what it's called? Okay. Oh, so I don't know. Expert. Oh, <laughs> you sounded so sure. So eventually renamed 
in the mid 20th century as psychosurgery. Oh. This is actually the oldest documented surgical procedure performed by man. Sounds haunting. Yeah, it's by terrifying. Um, it was used with the intention of altering human behavior. So essentially what it was, um, and just to give you like a frame of reference, the earliest that they can find that these surgeries were recorded and like done were done by like witch doctors and shaman and things like that. Mm. But essentially it was like cutting a hole in someone's skull and hoping that that would stop them from behaving a certain way. So kill some, them. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. When I was doing the research, I was like, there's no way that these people like lived through this. Cause there was no anesthesia. There was no like keeping it clean or anything like that. It's it was just like literally. Out. Yeah. But, um, amazingly, a lot of the patients that underwent the surgery actually survived. And the reason that they know that is because archaeologists that have found skulls that it's like a square little hole on the top of the head. Um, there's like clear proof that there was like bone healing around the edges of where it happened, which insinuates that um, even though we have absolutely no proof of whether this was effective for, you know, manipulating behavior or anything, we don't know how long the people lived after this. They know that they did, in fact, live at least for a little while because it started to heal. Um, Do you but think they were manipulating by, like, poking the brain? I don't think that this was the same as, like, lobotomies where they just kind of, like, stick something in your eye and, like, scramble shit around. <laughs> make, your, make your arms move around. <laughs> yeah. But it was kind of, like, I think... Well, that was another thing that actually really interested me because when I was researching this, even though Western medicine obviously doesn't, like, utilize this specifically anymore... We still have a version of it because we do like we'll we will like drill holes in someone's skull to like relieve pressure off of someone's like brain if they've been in like a traumatic accident mm -hmm. or something like that. So um, I don't think that it's called trepanation of anymore either, but like it is technically the same thing where you're basically cutting a hole in someone's skull to relieve pressure or like for a medical reason. Um, but yeah, this was actually something that they did to people who were mentally ill, like really really early on. Literally just cutting a hole in their head and being like, this should do it. We should really bring back all these old world medicines and fads. Hell I yeah. Like, I almost had that done to me. Oh gosh. Oh my god. I wonder if it would have worked. No, a, a, a while, uh, about a year ago, I had a, uh, I had some brain problems and the doctor suggested a, a biopsy. And uh, I was, my dad was like, uh, no. Let, let's not cut let's, my son's head open. Yeah, he had well, donkey brains, but he's okay. I, I, I was diagnosed with donkey brains, but luckily uh, I, I survived donkey brains. and. Uh... But he's still an ass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Thank I'm, you. Good yeah, I'm not even angry. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, but we're happy John is here and alive. Yay. And, and, and functioning for the most part. So yes, those have been the fads of the day. I can't wait to see what they will be. Well, I guess you can kind of see them already. E-cigarettes are still a thing. Oh, yeah. Maybe trepanation is still a thing. Who knows? Oh, I'm, John's telling me I'm, I'm low in the levels, so I'm going to speak up. Um, but those have been the fads of the day. So what do you guys say we transition into Pick a Pod? Love it. Figure out what we're going to do. Get me my wheel. The next week. By the way, the wheel's kind of falling apart. Could you stop bringing that up every goddamn no, podcast like, we get into? No, I, I cut, like, look at this. I know. I, I, that might have been me. No, I an easy fix. It's okay. Honestly, it's it was so shittily put together. I still cannot believe the amount of time I poured into this fucking thing for shittily. it to just be. Yeah, yeah shittily a word? <laughs> I think word. it is. Should have just, like shit in your hand and throw it at a, a wall and see where it lands and that's how we pick our topic. That's exactly what I did, can't you tell? <laughs> Sorry. You know what? Fuck you. I've told you to go fuck yourself a lot in this podcast. Ow, my foot is cramping. You know, okay. it's all one to fuck off.
because he never says mean things to me the way that you it's do. So hot in here. I know I'm so hot. We need Can to spin the wheel. Okay. I'll leave. Flick the bean. Do not. Okay. Flick it. I'm not kidding. Ew, stop it. Holiday. Oh, so according to my calculations, the holiday that is closest to us is Jane. Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, it's Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. You know, I, I think there's another holiday coming up, but, you know. What? In America. It's probably Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. It's Thanksgiving. So. Oh, ain't nobody care about there's anything like national, going on. There's national anything. holidays for everything now. Yeah. Every single Stupid day. Stupid other nations holiday. are trying to be nations. And... When's, when's Arbor Day? We're doing that. Who the fuck cares about trees? Uh, hey, come on. Do you breathe oxygen, John? Yeah. yeah. Well. No. <laughs> I drank all that breast milk, so now I don't have to Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. <laughs> but yeah, holidays. So, oh gosh. I mean, I guess we're obviously going to be doing Thanksgiving, but we can break that down into a couple different things. We can talk about genocide. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, okay. How well, we can talk about mashed potatoes. Moist potatoes. And, and molasses. Molasses. Um, potatoes. I molasses. I actually don't like turkey. I'm a ham guy. So, there's some controversy already. What's your appetite? really weird. Stuffing all the way. Stuffing oh, with stuffing. Oh my gosh, I love stuffing. Forever and ever, amen. So, guys, look yes. forward to that. Yeah, join us for our Thanksgiving Please holiday. feel free to rate, rate us. Rate, comment, and subscribe. Rate us on iTunes. Click on the link below. <laughs> there's no link below. <laughs> I mean, well, technically there will be, I guess. Um, check the show notes for any story links from our crisis segment earlier. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at IDCrisisPod. Yes, give us a rate and review. Hell yes, right. smash that subscribe button. Give us a five-star yes, review. Subscribe. And comment on all of our shit on IDCrisisPod at gmail.com. Yeah. All right, guys. See you later. Goodbye. I'm going to go get some psychosurgery. Good boy now. Goodbye. Rub some essential oil on my temples. What you're going to say on your tits. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I think anyway. we're good. Anyway. Cool. No. <laughs> All right. No. It's so hot. Don't you do it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that. I wasn't even thinking about that. You seem to be like a... Every-